0: Everybody. What's going on? Welcome to Maximum Fun with Gaming, the MFG Cast. Welcome, boys and girls, non-binaries, children of all ages. On this episode, we're gonna be talking about the evolution and reminiscing of the MFG cast. Aww. Oh. <laughs> Enter off track here. We thought we would have a little fun about talking about how the podcast has kind of evolved over the years. Because we, uh, coming up here in April, we are coming up on our ninth anniversary, which is pretty incredible.
1: I think you should probably enter a cheer on the track for that one. (laughs) Sure. Sure.
0: (laughs) <laughs> but uh, yeah, I I think that's a pretty big feat, especially considering all the podcasts that seem to come and go. So we've been going strong, regardless of what's been happening. So yeah, we'll talk about that. But but first, but but, but
1: first,
0: we're going to talk about what we've been playing recently. So why don't we talk about that?
1: Nah, I suppose. Okay. So. We've been playing board games, right?
0: I hope so, because otherwise, why are we doing this podcast?
1: Well, but the podcast isn't all about board games. That's
0: true. It's all about gaming in general.
1: Yep, so we've been playing board games, but we're really not going to talk about um, in much detail about what we've been playing, but because we're preparing for our upcoming reviews. So we've been playing TumbleTown and Big Easy Busking, and Gift of Tulips, and those are all by Weird Draft Games, and those reviews are coming soon, and Gift of Tulips is coming to Kickstarter, and that one will be coming out Really soon. Yeah,
0: I think it's March 3rd, and we'll be talking with uh, Sarah Sarah Perry. Sarah Perry, yep, the designer of that game.
1: So those are coming, and then we also just received Dinos Not Assembled by Thing 12 Games.
0: Part of their family night game of, family of games, I guess, is what you call
1: it. And so that one will be coming too. So we haven't, we're not going to talk about those um, on what we've been playing, because those you'll be hearing shortly. Mm Mm-hmm. So, uh, but thanks to Weird Draft Games and Thing 12 Games for sending us those to review. So, more to come on those. But with that being said, we have played a lot of games via the electronic channels. And by electronic channels, I mean um, the Switch and on the iPad through the games or through Tabletop Simulator. Mm-hmm. So, we've played Rayman Legends a lot. We've played it so much that we tried to finish the game. Mm -hmm. What is it? Rayman Legends. There's something Rayman Legends Definitive
0: Collection or something like that. Yeah, something
1: like that. So, we had to watch the very end of the game because we finished that. And we played Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze. Mm -hmm. Um, We're still working through that.
0: So we've but, technically beat the game, but then we're going back and beating the extra levels and stuff like yep. that.
1: Yep. Um, trying to spell out, what, Kong, and get some puzzle pieces and open some special levels and stuff like that.
0: Well, it, it, and I think there's something to be said about finishing it. anything these days, you know? Like, I've... Well, kind of off and on, I've been playing on the Switch, I've been playing that Octopath Traveler, and, like, I've... Be, there's eight people that have different stories, and I've probably finished like three of them. Like, I remember, you know, even more recently, like, you know, even like a year or two ago, like, I don't even, I couldn't even imagine finishing a video game, especially being an adult with a child and having a full time job, you know? So yeah. it's kind of nice being able to finish things, you know? It's fun.
1: Yeah. It, it, Kerr will not admit. That it's Well, he will admit it to me, and he hasn't said it on here. But it's kind of driving him nuts that I want to play these games every day after work because uh, it's a nice release um, to be able to do something else. But he's kind of getting sick of them. <laughs> um, first it was Rayman to finish that one, and now it's Donkey Kong. And once that one's done, I don't know what we're going to do. Uh, prior to those two games, it was Super Mario 35. Or, no, was it Super Mario 35? Yep, it was. Yeah, Super Mario 35. And that one still comes back, but seriously, I kind of have an addiction to those. And when, like, my back is giving me grief and I can't sit in a chair at the dining room table or at our table downstairs in the basement to play a board game, I want to sit and play the Switch, and he probably wants to scream a little bit.
0: No, I don't. I think sometimes I just, when you play the same things over and over again, and you play the same levels over and over again, and like me, you die over and over again, sometimes <laughs> it gets a little frustrating. I think that's mainly it, but other than that, we've been having fun. So.
1: Yeah, it's it's a nice little change. I do want to get back into playing other Board games and things like that. So, hopefully, that will happen. And, like we said, we are playing games and reviewing them, but um, we'll be getting back to that. Uh, we did mention Tabletop Simulator. We've been playing, well, not we, Kurt's been playing on Tabletop Simulator. We did play, Kurt and I did play a game of uh, Lords of Waterdeep on the Switch back and forth after he played a game of Lords of Waterdeep with his buddy John from Legends of Tabletop on Tabletop Simulator. He finished um, hanging out with John. They play on Fridays in the afternoons and into the evenings on Fridays. And they um, connect on Tabletop Simulator because they're across the country from each other. And that's kind of their um, time to hang out. And so after they were done hanging out, Kurt wanted to play Lords of Waterdeep against me on the iPad. Yeah. So that was fun because yeah. I haven't played that game for a while and now I want to haul out the expansions and the physical board game and yeah. all that kind of stuff.
0: Well and it's funny too because I, we've talked before on this like my two favorite board two favorite board games well there's lots of games I really covet but like Legends of Water... Or,
1: Legends of Water. I don't
0: know. That was a blend between
1: Legends of... What
0: <laughs> table? T- <laughs> you don't even know. <laughs> Wrong. Er. Anyway, my two my two favorite games that are really hard to decide which are one and two are Lords of Waterdeep and Orleans. But man, just playing that the other day, I'm like, maybe, maybe I maybe Lords of Waterdeep is my favorite game. It's just I don't know. It's yeah. just something about that. Like like I'm a big D and D fan, and this is like D and D based board game. But like I don't really see it as that. I see it more as a boy i
1: i don't know but i'm gonna chime in and say i am not a D fan and i like this game um i would say it's area management sort of well not really i guess it's not really area management but you have to collect cubes and um finish quests and
0: um yeah it's like more of like a worker placement kind yeah of thing I couldn't think of
1: it I don't know why I said area yep. management and that's why
0: I had a problem because I was like okay is this
1: worker place? yes it is
0: because you yeah. have you have your you know people that are you have your little workers that you know grab you know different things so you're hiring like you know rogues and mages and stuff like that yep and you're um doing buildings and you have secret agendas with your uh, with your lords, you know, and stuff like that. It's just I don't know. It's just one of those games that just every time I play, I go, "Man, this game is so awesome." You
1: and know? and if I would say if you like D and D, there it's probably the perk because it has the art of D and D, and it has kind of the story, I suppose, yeah, with there, that. Because if you
0: know Waterdeep, like, or if you like if you know Waterdeep, if you know D and D, Waterdeep <laughs> is a uh, big land in the D&D world and stuff like that, so it kind of has that story. But
1: And to me, that doesn't matter. Like, whatever. Yeah, you can see, that just, as bo- you can see it as like both. I just like to play it.
0: Or either or, because like, when you originally get the game, you only get these cubes that represent these, pe- these people, like mages and rogues and stuff like that, but then you can go on Etsy and stuff like that and you can upgrade pieces. So then you can get like these little meeples that look like wizards and stuff like that. And that kind of makes the D&D aspect of it more greater. But Which we did. Yeah, but exactly. Yeah. But yeah, no, super fun.
1: Okay. Um, tabletop simulator, Kurt. Yeah. What else have you been playing oh, with John?
0: So I, we've been playing a whole bunch of things. Like We played Hanukkah Moji, uh, which is su- still just super fun. We have the Jixi Academy, the other version of it with the male figures. Um, I would love to have the Kimoji version of it, but I don't think that's available at the moment. We also played a game called The King is Dead, which is actually kind of fun and kind of challenging. It's one of those games where the king is dead and the kingdom is divided, so you have the Scottish, the Welsh, and the English trying to vie for control of the different territories and stuff like that, and you only have eight cards to use during this whole game, and you're trying to maneuver these factions to these different territories to you know vie for power and stuff like that and it's just one of those games that's like it's fun and it's very simple sim- simplistic in the game but it's also very hard the decisions that you make and stuff like that uh, and there's
1: only a did you say this already there's only like a there's only a yeah, you can a only, few a few rounds or something yeah, like out there. Yeah, you can only
0: play 8 cards per game and you can pass, which kind of you know, helps move the game along a little bit because if you if you both pass, then whatever whoever has the most number of tokens in the certain factions will claim that territory, but if they're tied, then it's like a um I can't remember what it's called, like a uh, I'm not gonna get it right, but it's like it's like one of those things where it's like it it it's undecided. So you have these these little uh, black tokens. There's three of them, and if you get three of them on the board, and it that means you're not solving who's taking over these territories, then the game ends, and then you have another end game goal that happens. So like one of them is like you have to have like all three factions. Whoever has the most of all three factions in a, in groupings will win. And then the other one is, like, if whoever has the most uh, domination tokens in each of those countries and you have the most of that certain faction, then you win too. So it's, like, it's an interesting back and forth. Me and John were talking about, we didn't know if, like, this is super great in two players just because of the fact that you could be so close to tying or coming close to tying every time or we think that maybe this might be a better as a three-player
1: game. Is it a play up to four people? It does play up
0: to four people, okay. but if you play four people, it's actually, then you're doing a team
1: oh.
0: kind of based version of the game, and I don't know, I don't, you might as well just play it at two players then, I feel like, so, I don't know, but yeah. Well, but you have the
1: strategy of playing with somebody else, I suppose. For
0: sure, and it's like, you can't necessarily talk to them, so then they they might make a decision yeah. that might be not not what you're thinking, so yeah, hmm. so I don't know, yeah, interesting. so it's pretty, it pretty interesting. But yeah, we've been playing tons of little, tons of fun stuff on there, and we'll continue to do that. So yeah, it's been nice to do. Been able to play games with other people, even, you know, because of the pandemic, you can't really get anywhere else.
1: Well, or, I mean, you couldn't go anywhere to meet up with him anyway, because he's across country. So yep. that's really cool. And I mean, I feel like we've come across some games that we've discovered on other channels too that we found our on tabletop simulator that we want to check out like we found one last night that's going to kickstart in october that i would like to see on tabletop simulator and see how it plays because if it plays awesome i wouldn't mind backing it Mm -hmm. like the components look awesome Mm -hmm. on the their facebook page and stuff like that like that would be awesome to check out to see if it plays Well, also, because it can have, like, awesome-looking components and the game could suck. Yeah. (laughs) So.
0: Yep, you just never know.
1: Yeah, exactly. Okay, so that's what we've been playing. Mm
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So should we jump on to the episode? Yeah, let's do it. Well, I don't know how we jump on to the episode. Let's go
0: to the main topic.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I have no words. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so. We mentioned at the very beginning of this uh, episode that we were going to talk about um, the evolution and reminisce a little bit about the MFG cast. So I'm going to. I thought it would make some sense to kind of ask Kurt some questions at the beginning of the episode because I was around for the ride of the MFG cast in the beginning, but I wasn't part of the the podcast. And so I thought asking him some questions, I'm going to do the interview this time and ask him some questions on like the past history of the podcast just to see what it was like. And we'll see kind of how it's progressed over the last almost nine years. Yeah. Okay. So if we start, Kurt, at the very beginning, the podcast... Started with um, you and two other co-hosts, Rick and Mike. Correct? No comment. Like definite. Oh shit! <laughs> While well, this episode is gonna go gonna really, short. really awesome.
0: No. Yes. Okay. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. Uh, personal friends that I've actually we actually went to high school together, and then we played games together, and then we decided to start the MFG cast.
1: Okay. Before we get into um, that segment or that portion or that period of time in the MFG Cast podcast, how first did you get into gaming? So, this is the reminiscing. Yes, this is portion. the I
0: <laughs> do like yeah. the, the back in the day like fade out or whatever yeah. and fade in. So, I mean, just like everybody else kind of has their story, like, my parents always liked the board games that everybody kind of, the board games that everybody kind of played, like your Monopolies and your Sorries and, you know, my, my mom's side of the family was really big into, like, card games. So we play like, hearts and, and spades and blah, 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 that kind of thing and um my dad's side of the family they would have some other board games like your paydays and your what's that game that your mom and dad play a lot right now
1: rummy cube rummy
0: cube you know and stuff like that so we were you know into those you know kind of common board games and stuff like that and then kind of when i met up with with uh rick and like our buddy shane and then he was kind of part of it early for a couple episodes and mike We'd get to we decided to kind of get together over at Rick's, I think starting out, and we'd kind of play the games. Like I think before, like I got hardcore into the hobby. I feel like Mike and Rick actually had more board games than we did. So like we would play like Race for the Galaxy, and we play, you know, I think Rick introduced us to Lords of Waterdeep, and you know we kind of play these, you know games that are kind of like your modern classics for the hobby, that kind of thing, and we really enjoyed it, and then, you know, I think at the time, me and Rick both had really listened to podcasts quite a bit, you know, we we're like, well, let's just start a podcast. We didn't have any clue what we were doing, but we did it anyway, and it started with a crappy computer. A soundboard for a guitar from our old one of our friends Sean. And because we needed it for a microphone, and the, the soundboard was so old and bad that you could hear like almost like it almost sounded like it was snowing. It was kinda like that fuzzy thing you get when like that kinda happens, you know, and it was yeah, and we just kind of really just kind of did our own thing and just kind of learned as we went.
1: Okay. So I asked you one question. And <laughs> sorry. that was sorry, how that's... did you get into gaming?
0: Oh yeah, I know, but it's a Okay, just and now
1: you that. spiraled <laughs> and you took over I'm so sorry. The other questions my, I was gonna ask my you. My
0: reminiscing went way
1: Gosh deep. darn it. Like You can't stop no, a reminiscence. You can't stop a reminisce. Now you know that this is why I don't ask people questions because I would never call anybody else on it except for you <laughs> because I was going to ask you, like, whose idea the podcast was. You've already answered that. What? How did the podcast start? You've already answered that. Like, what the heck?
0: Well, got your questions, you, I'm helping you. That's what happens. That's what Maybe you, you knew have,
1: those were my questions.
0: That's what happens when you have interviews. Some people just help
1: you with that. <sighs> Man, I was going to ask you how long ago, but we already knew that. I, yeah. Everybody else knew. We talked about yeah. that already at the very beginning. Yeah.
0: 2012 was the actual
1: year that it's. Gosh darn it. Okay, <laughs> well, you know, now that you got a little bit of a diarrhea of the mouth. So if we. How rude. Yeah. Sorry. And now he's left the podcast. Um, so do you remember what the first episode that you and Mike and Rick recorded? What, what game? I'm assuming you did like a review on a game or something? Yeah, we
0: actually did. That was our first episode. We decided to have a little bit of an introduction about what the podcast was going to be and then we decided to just pick a random game and review it, and we did Kittens in a Blender of all things.
1: <laughs> oh, Kittens in a Blender! Know, do right? we still own that game? We, still,
0: we do not own that game anymore.
1: I thought you were just gonna say we still own that no, game.
0: No, I was gonna say we still do not own that game, but that doesn't that doesn't any make sense. sense. That's not correct English. But yeah, no, we just did a random Kittens in a Blender. We thought it'd be kind of fun because it's kind of a kind of ridiculous game where you're, you know, you're not. It's not violent or anything like that, but it's got these cute Well, it
1: kind of is. It is.
0: The premise of the game is, but the cards aren't. It's just cute little kitties, and then you're trying to...
1: Blend them. Blend
0: your opponent's kitties and keep yours alive. It's just weird. But we did it anyway, because we thought it'd be kind of a grab, like a attention grabber. And Didn't
1: we end up selling that game at an auction at a... Like, convention, yeah, auction, probably, or something that we, we attended, big, like, years later. We probably
0: ended up putting a group of stuff together and just... Yeah. And I whoever think, bought it was, like, still super psyched about well,
1: it. Well, and I'm sure people own that card game still. For those of you that are or aren't familiar with it, I would, I guess, never play that game again. Yeah. Um, but I do remember some of the cute, sad... And or pathetic looking kittens in oh, that they were really game. Sad. They were
0: all really cute. I One thought. of
1: them looked really tender, if I remember correctly. <laughs> really tender. He looked really sensitive. He
0: was really sensitive.
1: Okay, and they had funny names too. Some of them did. Oh yeah, yeah. Like yeah. beefcake or something yeah, exactly. weird yeah, like yeah, that.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, it was. It was a harmless game. It was just kind of. It
1: was, but that that's a funny. That cracks me up. That that was a really funny um, interview.
0: Yeah.
1: Or not or interview review review yeah. Mm-hmm. You did not interview the game. We
0: did not interview okay.
1: the game. Okay. Okay. me no. yeah. Anyway. yeah. Okay. Was there a, like a random cat that <laughs> was, was coming back from the dead? It was. From yeah. the dead of the blender. For sure. So, on a more serious yes. note.
0: Serious notes.
1: So, like I had mentioned, the podcast is kind of segmented out. And the reason why it's segmented out is because it's gone through some changes.
0: Yeah. Over the last
1: nine years. It actually
0: has gone through quite a bit, more than a lot of podcasts Yep.
1: And by changes, I mean, so now it started with you and Rick and Mike and then a smattering of people that kind of came in and out as uh, like a little guest host Mm -hmm. and things like that. Like Shane came in and was on a few episodes and you had a couple interviews in there and stuff like that. But then... Then what happened?
0: Well, then it ended up just uh, being me and Mike. Uh, Rick, unfortunately, had to leave because he had a, his family's growing and wanted to commit more to his family and didn't really have as much time for the podcast. So I'm going to just take care of my family, which was totally fine. You know, it sucked not having him around to do that. But, um, I mean, it is what it is. He had, he now he has, what, four kids now? So. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean it's it's hard enough for us doing this podcast with one kid. So, I mean, you just got to do what you got to do. So, unfortunately, Rick had to leave, but uh, Mike stayed on, and we were able to take the podcast and kind of grow it as we went.
1: No, don't take my statements and my questions. I wasn't this, that was I'm just, just, just kidding. A, that's I'm just teasing. I'm just teasing. teasing.
0: No, nope, go ahead. Okay. I, I will not talk anymore until you ask so me questions. So
1: we'll move to the next portion. Okay. As we reminisce and continue the evolution of the MFG Cast mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm.
1: podcast. Mm-hmm. Now it moves into Kurt and Mike as co-host. Mm-hmm. Just the two of them. And they've introduced more interviews mm-hmm. with various publishers and companies and things like that. Um, they've started receiving more review copies of games. Those started coming in, and they've started putting out more reviews on those games and playing them, right? Yeah. Did I miss anything on that?
0: I I don't want to say too much because I don't want you yelling at me again. Oh, <laughs> <Josh>. <laughs> I think you got it right.
1: So then I'm not going to say much about this because I'm going to have you say it. Oh, okay. But one thing thing I wanted to highlight along the way was there was one interview during this portion of time that I'm pretty sure you were going to lose your poop on because you, on a whim, reached out to this individual to ask them to be on the podcast through, I believe, uh bgg and they got back to you said they would be on the podcast and this was probably i could be wrong probably one of the highlights of the entire nine years so far in running the podcast who did you interview during this segment of tenure is that a good word sure (laughs) tenure of the mfg cast when you hosted with Mike, who did you and Mike interview?
0: Ah, I remember it like it's only yesterday. <laughs> for, for those of you not in the room, I'm holding my chapstick like a cigarette and I'm reminiscing. We got to interview Rich Summer from uh, TV's Mad Men and The Office and uh, The Devil Wears Prada.
1: And Red Hot Summer or something? Yeah, Red like,
0: Hot American Summer. Yep,
1: And lots of things. Yes, lots of things. Former Minnesotan, yes. right? Yes,
0: yeah. Yeah, it was, just, it was just really cool to have him on because I knew that he was really into board games and that he had actually played board games with his buddies on the set of Mad Men and stuff like that. So I just randomly found him on Board Game Geek, sent out a message, just said, hey, I'd love to come and talk to you, you know, and again, just crapping bricks beforehand <laughs> thinking, oh my God, I can't believe it. We got him on, we're going to be talking to him. He was in a little uh, game closet, so it looked like he was like in the dark, basically. But <laughs> it was probably the best time that I think I've ever had on the podcast, just talking to him, just like you know, going back and forth. He's just such a funny guy, and you know, we were kind of going back and forth. You know, caught him off guard because I instead of introducing him from Mad Men, I picked like an obscure movie he was in, and he wasn't expecting it, and. You know, Mike was having a good back and forth with them too. So it was just the perfect interview. It was like one of those, we were just so nervous. And then when we got to it, it was just, it was like a couple of a couple of buddies just coming and talking about how much fun we had. And it was just, it was a blast, you know?
1: That's yeah, awesome. Yeah.
0: And I'd like to have him on again, but I'm sure he is way busier. But I'd, I'd like to have him on again just to say, hey, because it was such so much fun.
1: Well, maybe now is the time that we're still kind of limbo with the quarantine, that maybe there is time to do that. Yeah, maybe. A girl can dream, a boy can dream Mm -hmm. or something. Okay, that is awesome. Mm -hmm. I remember that. You were losing, or what did you say? Crap and bricks? Crap and bricks. Crap and bricks. Crap and bricks. Another big thing I would say was... You created a, gosh, I can't think of any other term, an alliance. Would it be an alliance? A collaboration?
0: Yeah, I like collaboration
1: With another group. Can you talk a little bit about that?
0: Yeah, so we, and I can't remember how we became friends, but uh, me and John from Legends of the Tabletop, I think we, I think he, we had become friends on Twitter, and then he wanted to um, have me on for something. I think for like a discussion, and I came on, and we became fast friends, and um, decided to you know do some collaborations on some role playing stuff because they do more role playing. Uh, he does some reviews and stuff like that on board games, but it's more RPG based stuff. And yeah, he just he wanted to become part of. He wanted us to become part of the Legends of Tabletop Network. So you know he had a few podcast on with him at the time and you know we hadn't been on a network and it just sounded nice to nice to be able to be able to do collaborative things with other people so we decided to do that and that's uh, been going strong since since we started so
1: and to expand on that being on this network Allows for the others to advertise on their podcasts mm-hmm. for your podcast and vice versa, correct? correct? So, like at the end of this podcast, you may hear John's voice say, this is a proud sponsor? Proud partner. Partner the, or something of the, of legends. the legends of Tabletop mm-hmm. Network. Yep. yep. That's right. And vice versa on John's. Yep. So, it's cool. So, if you're ever wondering what that meant, that is what that mm-hmm. means. That's what that means. Very cool. Okay, that's all I had on this portion. I know. I know. I'm doing a terrible job as an an interviewer. I am sweating.
0: No, I'm sweating so hard right now.
1: So now to end this portion of this segment, you're going to transition into another set of co-hosts. But before we talk about that, what happens.
0: So what happens is kind of a, almost a similar situation for Mike that happened with Rick. Uh, Mike's family is starting to grow and he needs to take time off to from the podcast to focus on his family and, you know, again, um, sad to see him go, but, you know, family always comes first and so we, you know, so I let him, you know, be with his family and we still play games to this day. Well, not right now because of the the pandemic, but we still play games here and there. But yeah, uh, let uh, uh, Mike have his leave of absence or whatever. And uh, from what I know, he still listens to the podcast. So thank you, Mike, for continuing to listen. But um, yeah, so I've had I had a weird like middle time where I was kind of on my own for a little bit, trying to find interviews, trying to figure out things to talk about. Maybe grab you a little bit more to come on and maybe fill in some stuff and that kind of thing, and yeah, just kind of there.
1: Cool, not well, not cool, but yeah, you know what I mean. Like you could have just called it, yeah, but you didn't. No, because you're you're a, a stand up kind of guy or a push through kind of guy. Like yeah. you wanted to make this work because this is something you love to do. Mm-hmm. So we'll step into the let's call it the. Th- Third segment of the podcast, and you acquired two new co hosts. That's right. Okay. So before I introduce them, um, let's talk about how this came about first. Okay. I need you to do that though. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I should have worded that a little bit better. <laughs> Let's have you talk about how so this came about. Yeah. So, if you remember. Yeah.
0: So, we'd been f- I'd been friendly with, you know, different podcasts and stuff like that. And one of the podcasts that was going at the time was the was GNU podcast, the Gaming Nonsense Uncensored podcast. And I'd become friends with Dan and Kim on that podcast, and they had a couple of co-hosts themselves. One of them was kind of in and out. And then eventually, their uh, two co hosts that were with them originally are or eventually split because they just wanted to do other things. So, uh, Dan and Kim uh, wanted to know if they could be co- become the part they wanted to know if they could become a part of the MFG cast podcast. And I said, Yeah, I would love to have you on.
1: If I remember correctly, they wrote a funny. Okay, it wasn't funny, but yeah, it was kind of funny. Um, a letter requesting yeah. that they become part of the podcast,
0: making it making a making it official that we could clobber, 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 collaborate, collaborate, whatever or yeah. something. Yeah, become a collective uh, part of the MFG Cast, putting yep. our two podcasts basically together as one.
1: Yep, and um, they would drop theirs and become part of the MFG Cast. Mm-hmm. So, with that being said, other things started happening. Mm-hmm. So, at, when they joined, it was primarily, I would say, you and Dan. Mm-hmm. Kim, Kim maybe at the beginning was part of it. And then, she was kind of like in and out, I would say. And every once in a while, I was maybe on. Mm-hmm. You know, when, when you guys wanted me on there or whatnot. Videos, you started Um, doing some posting some videos Mm -hmm. on youtube Mm -hmm. right
0: yeah that's something we really wanted to focus on
1: um like some playthrough videos Mm -hmm. and
0: yeah basically one of the big things was like the games you should know and we'd kind of pull out games that we really liked but maybe didn't have as much focus on as we thought they were so we'd focus on them yeah and i think that our look look at of uh Valletta by z-man games i think is one of our most popular videos right now i think it has a 162 views or something like that it's got a lot of views on it so
1: well and some people haven't heard of Valletta. yeah so and and or those that have heard of it they can't find videos on it maybe. yeah yeah something like that yeah exactly and then there is an increase in other media outlets so i would imagine you kind of got your fingers even more on twitter Mm-hmm. And possibly Instagram. yeah. and uh, our Facebook page, mm-hmm. and am I missing anything else? No, I Not feel really. like
0: I feel like that's a lot of where the focus is.
1: Yeah, okay. And then anything else that you wanted to touch on from that point that anything else that was enhanced along the way?
0: Well, I feel like we were really getting into a stride of, you know, what we wanted to focus on and like, things we wanted to talk about you know it wasn't it wasn't as much a fly by the seat of your pants thing it was like it's like okay we have like these ideas now like we would try to come up with like a spreadsheet of like these are some of the episodes we'd like to have that we'd like to do so let's have that and then we can think about it and come collaborate on those and you know flush out a nice episode so
1: i think i think along in that um time period too was, like, the incorporating of the, like, trivia games, mm-hmm. too, correct?
0: Yeah, we did, like, lots of fun things. You know, we'd do, like, the trivia games. we do, like, the fantasy improvs and stuff like that. We really wanted to do more than just, you know, just board game stuff. That's why we'd call ourselves the cast because we want to evolve ourselves into not just board gaming. You know, we talk about video games, talk about RPGs, you know.
1: Yep. Cool. Um, Anything else that you can think of from that period that you want to touch on or mention?
0: Not really. I mean, I feel like, yeah, I've pretty much talked about all the fun stuff that we've done, you know.
1: Okay. So that is like the third segment of the podcast Mm -hmm. uh, or the the evolution of the podcast. Yeah. And then what happens? Uh, And then...
0: Dan kind of has a moment about, like, does he really enjoy board gaming? You know, he's just, he's playing these games, and you can tell he's not having as much fun as he should, and it's, you know, is it more about the games? Is it more about what's going on in his life? And, you know, to tell you the truth, I don't, I can't speak to that. I'll let him speak to it. But, um, yeah, it was just one of those things where it felt like, the passion in the podcast and gaming in general just wasn't as much as it was, you know, when it started. You know, he was really, you know, into it and stuff like that. And uh, again, I can't speak to what was going on in his life, but I could tell that I think that he needed a break from that. You know, I think it might have had something to do too with like not being able to play the games that he wanted sometimes. Because, you know, sometimes life throws a lot of curveballs and you can't do the fun things that you want to do sometimes. And that's hard for people when they're, So used to doing something that they love and it's kind of cut off from them or, you know, it changes, you know, so um, unfortunately, you know, it was just just something that he just wanted to take a break and, you know, we let him have that break and, you know, it's been permanent. So,
1: well, that was the third segment. Yeah. So let's bring this momentum back up Mm -hmm. into the fourth Mm. segment. And this one is, well, actually, let me take a step back. So in between the period of um, when Dan and Kim were co-hosting to the fourth period, you kind of stepped in and you were filling the gaps again Mm -hmm. um, solo. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: And or you kind of um, had friends from other podcasts or and or friends from other board game companies. So I say like John from Legends of Tabletop helped you. Mm-hmm. Um, you interviewed him during that period of time. Sean from Think 12 Games was on there, I believe, for a period of time. So after the help of uh, these friends at Pod... As, at, after the help of these friends at these podcasts and through board game companies and things like that help you do interviews and those types of things, segment four comes along. And what, what happens?
0: What happens is I get on my knees and I grovel to my wife, please help me. <laughs> no, no. I, uh, I've always wanted you to be on this thing it's just i don't know i feel like some some well actually i still feel like you feel like like when i talk to you about these things you sometimes you act like you don't belong here and i don't like that because i really feel like you do but yeah i knew that you know i you know by myself i could do some interviews and some you know different talking about different things but i knew that you know i i need somebody to kind of help me kind of push this along and I uh, asked if you could help me out, and I feel like it's been a blessing because now that we're able to, um, I this might ruin your questions, but I'll just hit on something really quick. Like being able to do structured episodes like this have been really good because my to begin with, it used to be well, you know, I'll figure it out as I go, and like I'm I'm pretty good at trying to find questions as I go and stuff like that, but now that You know, you've made the suggestion. Let's do some outlines and let's talk about what we want to talk about so we're not stammering through every episode, you know. I feel has been been a great choice and it's really helped the podcast to grow.
1: But you didn't actually ask me to do this permanently, did you? Uh I don't know. Did I sign a contract? Yeah, you
0: did. You did and now you're in it forever. Bum bum bum.
1: Did I have to put blood on this?
0: No. But Was this a... Only when you were sleeping. No,
1: oh, my excuse. gosh. Did you prick my finger? <laughs> I did. Man.
0: But, yeah, no, I just, you know, I really wanted to help, and you've been really good at uh, taking the reins and helping this podcast, girl. I've really appreciated it.
1: Aw. This Valentine's episode is brought to you <laughs> by the MFG cast. Yep. I don't have a lot of questions written down for this one, because... This is where I come in. Yeah. So I don't want to ask myself questions. Yes, absolutely. Tracy. Tracy, did, what do did, you? How did, think? how did I get
0: into gaming? Well, Tracy. <laughs> well, let's let's start with that then, since you kind of asked me my for That was kind of my first question. How did you get into gaming?
1: Well, good question, Kurt. Thank you. Oh my gosh. So I got into gaming. Well, my family's been big gaming. Um, I'm going to kind of use that loosely, but they've been into board games, card games, dice games since I can remember. So I can remember being at my grandparents' house playing lots of cards, lots of dice. Before my grandma passed away, she played dice, dice, dice. She hand calculated all the points with on a sheet of paper, no calculator. She played... Tons of that stuff. At my house, it was a lot of word games. So, my dad and I played a lot of boggle. So, if you remember the, the cube that you shake really loud and then all the letters fall, or all the dice fall in place of the letters, and then you take the time and you spell words. My dad and I did a lot of that. Um, a lot of upwards. I'm kind of bringing myself back, but they've reskinned that game into looking pretty nice now know if we really i don't know if we owned like monopoly we might have owned like sorry but we played a lot of like king's corner card game and golf the card game and a crazy eights and things like that so my family was a lot of into games yeah like growing up that was what we did and my parents still like they're obsessed with sitting around and playing romey cube like or quicks or things like that, and we try to buy them games, and they don't play them. But whatever. <laughs> but then, what kind of brought me into this type of hobby? Not that that wasn't the hobby. Yeah. But I always had conversations with certain people at work, and I've talked about this before on the podcast. But we kind of wanted to gather this into one episode. But we had a small group of people who wanted to had a love of board games. And wanted to get into different games. And so that's where I was introduced to games like Valeria Card Kingdoms. It sounded wrong when I said it for some (laughs) reason. And um, Lords of Waterdeep. And those were two games that I was introduced to that I had never played before. And I loved them. Like I was obsessed with looking... To see where I could find the best price for these games. And we didn't own them. And I had never played them prior to this. And I really wanted them. And Kurt can attest to this. Like, I wanted them. And, of course, he didn't want to stop me from buying them. Because, number one, he wanted them. Yep. And, number two, I wanted them. And, number three, this would kind of push me into that next, like, step of never turning back.
0: Yeah.
1: (laughs) So I would say my, I I think my first plunge into the hobby, like, and never turning back was Lords of Waterdeep. Mm -hmm. I had gotten, I think, like a little gift card or something from work and I used it towards Lords of Waterdeep and the Skullport expansion Mm -hmm. from Books a Million. And I was so excited. Yeah, you were. And I got it. And then I believe that Rick and Kurt and Mike were sitting in. I remember it like it was yesterday. I think I came home with it and they were sitting in the porch playing a game or something. And I walked in and I said, Look at what I got. And I'm pretty sure that they couldn't believe I bought it, partially because it was DD related or DD topic or something like Mm -hmm. that and i guess i haven't turned back like we have a lot of games we do (laughs) no but that was a really long story about how i got into gaming but i have no regrets no and me neither (laughs) you don't have any regrets about me getting into gaming or about you getting into gaming both i love games
0: yeah
1: i've always (laughs) loved games
0: Mm mm-hmm Well, obviously, because we're talking about it on a podcast.
1: Well, I know, but I'm just saying, like, I think I got, I think I like to think I like playing games on my phone, Mm -hmm. dumb games, fun games, a waste of time games. There are such things as waste of time games on your phone. Mm -hmm. And I play them. And Kurt's like, I don't know how you can play them. And I don't know how I can, but I do. And thinky games. I like thinky games, too. Yeah, for sure. Okay, boom. That's me.
0: Yes. So now.
1: And that's the guinea pig. Oh, who cares? Drinking water.
0: That's okay. We have we have lots of fur babies here. We've got a doggy and we have got a guinea pig, so you're going to hear lots of noises.
1: So sorry. That's
0: okay. So yeah, so then, you know, so now we're pretty pretty much caught up to now, you know. So what a, what a, what do we think the MFG Cast podcast is going to, you know, where is it going to?
1: Well, I think that What's happened in the past needs to continue with our weekly episodes, mm-hmm. which we've done. Whether they're RPG mm-hmm. related, which has always been part of this podcast, or review related, or topic, what it, related. topic related. I couldn't think of a word. <laughs> um, but weekly, I feel like that's something that people have come to expect. Yeah. So that's something. And then I think the other thing is the strive to build a YouTube presence. Yeah. And I think that'll be a tough one. Mm -hmm. But somehow we'll make it work. Yeah. Uh, We have the equipment for it. Mm -hmm. We just need to build our knowledge more. Yeah.
0: And I think we. it's just... Sitting down and taking the time to do that. You know, consistency, I feel like, is key for YouTube or anything like that.
1: Yep. And then I think also just continuing to attend um, conventions when we're able to again, Mm -hmm. I think will be really good because I feel like through those, we um, continue to get our name out there. Mm -hmm. And we also continue to build those relationships, both with publishers and with other gamers. Yeah whether we've met them through channels via Twitter or um, Instagram or whatever it may be, or, um, you know, maybe they're not part of a board game company or anything like that, but we've met them on a personal level. Now we actually get to meet them physically. And I think that once this madness kind of passes a little bit or slows down, that it'll be awesome to get back to that. And, Make the best out of um, attending a convention where we can actually make those connections with people again, and with companies who <laughs> trust us to review their games.
0: Yeah, yeah, and I think that ultimately rounds into I think the the whole reason that you know I wanted to start this podcast is I wanted to help highlight those companies and those. Creators and those artists that I, you know, that I think that we need to uplift them and get them into a space where, you know, we can, you know, enjoy what they do because I feel like, you know, we don't do that enough. I'm not talking about the MFG cast, I'm talking about society. So I feel like this is a great way for us to lend our voice to the people that need it. So,
1: well, and I. I feel like you and I had this conversation earlier, like it doesn't hurt to acknowledge people and to reply to people and to provide positive feedback to them and to take that brief moment to say that to them where you could just pass by, not because you're being unkind or whatever, but that's something that I'm trying to do is just to acknowledge and, to be respectful and to be kind to those people because I want them to do that to me Yeah. or to, you know, to show it back to me. And I feel like if we continue to do that as a podcast going forward, that will be successful. Even if, even if we feel like we don't have a whole lot of followers or whatever, we're doing something that we love and the ones that we have, it doesn't matter. Like, cause they know that we're, We're doing this because of something that we love Mm -hmm. and to lift up those potential smaller companies or the ones that stand by us or whatnot. Yeah, exactly. So
0: So yeah. So hopefully you keep following us on this journey and we've always appreciated like when we first started, like I was like, I just hope one person listens. You know, and I know we're past that point, which is awesome. So now I'm just... I now am, we've
1: got two people.
0: Yeah, two whole people. Now I'm just hoping... Me and you. I'm hoping that people that listen to this just enjoy what we're doing. Because we're doing it not only for us, we're doing it for you also. Mm-hmm. So thank
1: and, you. And the next time that we have a, like, a, yay, we hit 10 years, which will be next year. Yep. It'll still be just Kurt and I. <laughs> Cause I because if I we always joke, like if I ever leave the podcast then what? Like will we not be together anymore? I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. That's not
0: that's not a joke about
1: I know we're always gonna be yeah, together. We love
0: we love each other. We
1: lover each other.
0: We lover each other very much.
1: <laughs> so
0: So again. Thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed this little this little uh, walk
1: down memory lane. Yeah,
0: exactly. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, for sure. Oh.
1: And that uh, you tolerated my um, questions. No, oh, no, it
0: was good. So, thank you again, and until next time, I'm Kurt.
1: And I'm Tracy.
0: And this was the MFG Cast. Thanks for listening always.
1: This podcast
0: is a proud member of the Legends of Tabletop Broadcast Network.